With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This program is sponsored by TC Sports on 1700 KBGG. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. It's the 1 o'clock hour, final hour of the program. Uh, Trent and I are here until 2. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Monday through Friday, local sports on your radio from noon until 2 o'clock. Coming up this hour, in just a couple of minutes, actually, we will get to Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. He's covered the Huskers for decades, literally. Uh, he will be here to take a look at the... Week one opponent of the Huskers. They're a two-touchdown favorite there about Arkansas State out of the Sun Belt. Correct? Yeah, the Sun Belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then we'll talk to Vinny Iyer on the uh, – he covers the NFL for the Sporting News. The Nebraska Cornhuskers, Trent, they sure. are a – I don't think – at least I haven't seen anybody pick the Huskers to win the West, I, and I don't know why anyone would pick the Huskers this year to win the West. It seems like – you know, if it's not Wisconsin, the other team is Northwestern that, uh, that it's getting a little of. I know that you picked Northwestern. Yep. It's not a bad pick. It really isn't, especially with Alex Hornibrook. What kind of quarterback is he going to be? I love Thorson, conversely, with the, with the Cats. So um, Nebraska is a middle-of-the-road team. It's them and Iowa as to who's going to finish third. Where are you on the Huskers? The Vegas number told us, I think, a lot early on where the It was, what, pers- seven? Six and a half Six some and places. Half. Okay. Yeah, it was low, mm-hmm. and especially with that name brand of Nebraska. I posed the question, what is Mike Riley building? And, and I'm going to ask Stephen M., what is, when everything goes right, what are they? Pro-style offense, I think, first Pro and style. foremost. Physical, more passing elements to it. I still, I just don't have a handle mm-hmm. of what he's trying to do. You couple that with the transformation now to a 3-4. A lot of moving parts, a lot of changing. You like Diaco, though, do you not? Uh, <laughs> two parts there. Defensive coordinator, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard a lot of stories of him back in his days in Iowa City, and, and even since then as a coach. As a person, maybe not, right. but sure, as a coach. <laughs> sure. <laughs> little different kind of bird. We were, we were talking about that off air. Different, yeah, different kind of people. He's one of those guys. He's, he's a different. piece of work. I agree. I think he'll do, I think he'll, uh, like, I don't know what uh, what that means, but um, the black shirts haven't been the black shirts for the last little while. And, and there's More a than a little while. Di- sure. And there's a reason Diaco is there, and I'm not sure the transformation is going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think as long as he is going to be there, I think it's an upgrade. I really do. I think he's a good defensive coordinator. I think he's a good defensive mind. Yeah. Uh, Diaco, the 3-4, the elements you need. Athletic playmakers on the outside on the linebacker edge. spots. Yep. you got to have some pretty solid size, you know, 270-plus defensive ends. Mm-hmm. But the most important part right in the middle. is right in the middle. Yep. Nebraska, that's the reason I like the move here, because they can recruit those kind of guys. They still have the cachet where they can go out there. When Wisconsin did it, I had that question, and now the last couple of years they had that big olive kid. He's been dinged up throughout his career, but when he's healthy 
and he's 320 pounds, and he can move in there. And, and, and more importantly, he can take on blockers and clog yes, in there. Absolutely. And, and having that guy. I think Nebraska can get that guy. I think they can bring in athletic guys to make that defense run. But how long is that learning process? You know, how long have does the he pieces? have? You know? I like his quarterback trends. I think Tanner Lee is— You're buying it, huh? And look, I'm not buying Nebraska. I, I'm buying Tanner Lee. Okay. I, I think, honestly, I, I believe that the Heroes game on Black Friday, I mean, will one of them have six wins, Iowa or Nebraska at that point? Might one of those two teams need to put that one in the win column to get that bowl season eligibility? I kind of have them both in the same place, hovering right around there, maybe five and seven, six and six. I think best case for either school is 7-5. and five. I really feel that way. We very well could go in that final weekend. At least what you've laid out here throughout this week to me is Iowa, Nebraska, and Iowa State. Yes. Maybe all going into that final right. weekend needing a win to get to bowl eligibility. And Iowa State's got K-State on the road, which isn't going to be a picnic. I mean, K-State at their place hasn't been a picnic in, in the Snyder era. So When yeah. you started doing sports talk 22, 23 years yeah, ago, 1996, the yeah. did you ever think that that would be a conversation? That in college football, we go into a final weekend where all three of those teams in the same year mm-hmm. would need a win to get to bowl eligibility. No. I mean, Nebraska was Nebraska back <laughs> right, then, right? right. And, and Iowa was, it was the end of the Hayden Fry era for the most part. And uh, McCarney was in place, I want to say, but he's yeah, he had yet to uh, turn things around at, uh, at Iowa State for, I mean, look, it's no, to answer your question, flat out no. But this is how I feel this year. I really do. I think the winner of the Cyhawk game is uh, going to get bowl eligible. The loser of the Cyhawk game is in deep water for both schools. So we shall see. Nebraska, on the other hand, I I don't know. I like Tanner Lee. I like some parts of their offensive line. They've had, they had some uh, unfortunate injuries in the receiving core. Uh, in the month of August, certainly in the secondary, they're dinged up. I, I think there's some questions on this Nebraska team. The trip to Oregon next week should tell a lot. Uh, as they, um, It was a tight game last year with Oregon, if memory serves. I mean, like a real tight game. But that game was in Lincoln. This year it's on the road. Let's get to them. Longtime friend of the program, uh, Stephen M. Sippel, Lincoln Journal star. He does morning radio, morning sports talk over in Lincoln from 6 until 8. And I believe he had an Iowan Hall of Famer on his program to, uh, this morning. Did you have an opportunity? Uh, did you talk to Kurt Warner on your show this morning, Sip? Yeah, we did. He was he was gracious enough to come on. Uh, Kenny, his um, his son, Cade Warner, right. is, a walk, is a walk-on receiver at Nebraska. So, um, yeah, we had him on. He was excellent. Excellent to hear from him. And it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's you know he's kind of part of the Nebraska program now, right? Yep. Kurt Warner. So you have some famous, you know, football people. Les Miles' his son plays for Nebraska as a true freshman, fullback. Of course, Keyshawn Johnson's junior, Keyshawn Johnson's senior son was on the program. Is on a, I guess you call leave of absence right now. Uh, Spiel, Rick Spielman, the Vikings executive. His son is a very prominent redshirt freshman on the team, so it's kind of interesting, right? Yeah, Chris Spielman's uh, Chris Spielman's nephew, uh, indeed. Uh, Sip, I, I'm all well. I shouldn't say that. I don't have the. 
uh, the most positive forecast for Nebraska football in 2017. I, I just, for whatever reason, I think it's Wisconsin and it's Northwestern and then it's mix them up, Minnesota, Iowa, and, and Nebraska and roll those dice. And I'm just not sure who's going to come out of there next. I think that at, at the top, it's Wisconsin and Northwestern. If you're looking for a reason to be optimistic for Nebraska football this year, what would you point to? Well, I, let's put it this way. Let's let's look at it this way. If I if I were to try to change your mind, I would start with the quarterback. And, and Who I, know I like? You, I like him. Yep. Okay. Yeah. He's. Um, I think they have something there. And what I've been saying here, uh, Kenny, is that I think he's he's going to be an NFL quarterback. It's just a question of whether he makes the roster as a free agent, whether he's a mid round guy, or whether he's a first. You know, first round, high first round pick. I, I I don't know those. I don't know how he's going to get to the NFL, but I I think he'll he'll be an NFL quarterback. Will he be a starter on a playoff team or a clipboard holder on a bad team? I don't know that. But I'm I'm not. I just would be blown away if he's not on an NFL roster in you know 2019, um, or I guess maybe even 2018. We'll see. Uh, but I, I'd start there, and I'd start with, oh, you know. Then I think everybody else would go to Diaco, Bob Diaco, kind of pumping some energy into the defense. Um, that could be. I kind of would go maybe more toward the offensive line, which I think will be improved. They need it needs to be improved, and I think it will be improved. So those, I think they're maybe. It sounds to me like they could be better than you think they are. But I'm not. I don't think they'll win the West Division. I don't think they'll be far from winning the West, though. One of the first things you brought up, Tanner Lee, that I look at is his completion percentage at Tulane is barely over fifty percent. You're not getting the NFL completing fifty-one percent of your passes. I understand he'll have a lot more talent that he'll be working with here at Nebraska, as opposed to the Green Wave. But what has been done during that redshirt year to improve that? Was it a footwork angle? What have people talked about that he's going to make steps forward of being a more accurate passer? Yeah, that's a legitimate question. And, that, and Trent, you hear a lot here, a lot of people that look at it from the outside. Just If you just go to the stat sheet, if you just go to Tulane and look at the stat sheet, yeah, you're not too revved up about him. But if, if you go a step further and look into the situation at Tulane, it begins to change a little bit that, you know, they were a bad, they were bad. They, it was, he played on some bad teams. They were playing from behind a lot. Um, he played hurt some. He admittedly forced a lot of throws at, in an effort to, you know, get, get that team back into games, which you often see. So it kind of snowballed. What's changed is quite a bit. I mean, now he's older, for one thing. He sat out a year. He's, you know, he's a full-grown man now. Um, he's, you know, and, and you know, he's six four, two twenty-five. If you see Trent, if you see him throw the ball, if you see him operate, I, I just, I mean, it, he, <laughs> I think we all have a pretty good idea what an NFL quarterback looks like, and he looks like an NFL quarterback. I mean, he's he has a a smooth, efficient release can make every throw. He's got a strong arm. Um, he he sees the field well. He's a pretty good. He's a good decision maker. 
Um, I know this all sounds like hyperbole, but now where I'll jump off that is you don't know. There's still some boxes, though, that we don't know about. How is he going to hold up in that Big Ten grind that you guys are so familiar with? How is he going to operate? I mean, you guys watch your quarterback, Beathard, there have to play hurt a lot of the, yep. a lot of the time. I mean, he, I mean, CJ Beathard, I always admired him because he would push through tough injuries um, and still produce at a high level. Now, can Tanner Lee do that? He's probably going to get he's going to get smacked around in this league back there. And I don't know how he's going to respond. Nobody knows how he's going to respond. How's he going to respond to to losses at Nebraska, which and you guys maybe are not, you, you wouldn't be familiar with this. It feels like the world is crumbling around you hmm. when Nebraska loses a football game if you're the quarterback. And I've seen, you know, I've been covering it for 25 years, and I can tell you that some quarterbacks handle that better than others. So how's he going to handle that? How's he going to handle the first loss? How's he going to handle a loss if they're really rolling, if they're in contention and then, boom, they lose and they're not in contention? How's that, how's that going to go? You know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of things you still wonder about. And he does force a few throws. He's a typical strong-arm quarterback. You know how those guys are. They feel like they, they can, can make some throws. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes they throw into windows that aren't, you know, they, that aren't really there. So, I uh, will see on some things. Stephen M. Sippel from the uh, Lincoln Journal Stars, our guest, as uh, you mentioned, been covering the Huskers for 25 years. And Sippen, in that 25 years, you've seen some terrific running backs come and go, the last of which was Amir Abdullah, who was uh, who was just terrific. Uh, he really was. But they haven't had anybody close to replacing him uh, since he's been gone. Do they have uh, – is the next great running back at Nebraska on this roster? Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think so. I don't, I mean, look at the guys we're talking about in this conversation. One is Divino Zigbo, who's a junior. Now it's possible, Kenny, that he would have a breakout season, right? He, he could, but he's a junior. Most of those guys that come in, if they're really good, you usually know it pretty mm-hmm. quick, right? Um, Mikhail Wilbon is another of the top three running backs. He's a junior. You know, if he, if he was, you know, if he was an all Big Ten Saquon Barkley type, you'd think you would probably know it by now. Trey Bryant is probably the guy that you'll see out there first on Saturday night. I don't know if he's the guy you'll see last, but he's the guy you'll see first. And I don't, I don't envision him as a a guy who's going to get. 1800 yards rushing he just i don't nothing that he that he's shown would suggest that now they do have a true freshman named jalen bradley from bellevue west and he is a good looking running back but i don't know that he has the kind of credentials coming out of high school that would suggest that he's going to be you know an all big 10 guy but maybe so what i'm telling you is no i don't see it but i guess someone could raise their game to a much higher level and prove me wrong. Sip, I posed this to Ken earlier and asked him, what is this team trying to be? What is Mike Riley looking to build? They're moving now to a 3-4 on the defensive side. Pro-style type offense, but we didn't see a whole lot of physicality out of it a year ago. What is Nebraska football trying to be under Mike Riley? (laughs) You know what? I think that now you're going to, See it. I mean, a pro. Uh, 
That's a good question, Trent. And I mean, I don't. Sometimes it's not easily defined. Um, I don't even know if you asked an Alabama fan what what is Alabama. What is exactly? Uh, I mean, it's. I guess on offense, it's going to be a pretty. Oh, with this quarterback, with this particular quarterback, you're going to see elements of a pro-style offense, some West Coast, and even some spread. They sprinkle quite a bit in. Mike has a very, very large volume of plays. It's always kind of a challenge for him to narrow it down. Um, I think he does a, he'll do a pretty good job of that. Um, and then, you know, they've switched to a 3-4 defense, so that conversation trend is kind of ongoing. You know, what, what will that look like? What is the personality of the defense? Well, they haven't played a game under Bob Diaco, so it's, it's hard to say. He is a very, you know, he's kind of a, what's typical of a lot of defensive coordinators, very high-energy, hands-on type, type defensive coordinator. The 3-4 is somewhat unique, right, in the college game. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, not completely unique. Again, Alabama plays a 3-4. But I, I think that it's, it's still kind of evolving a bit. The identity of this program, I think, is evolving. And look what's happened, Trent. They've, they've, he has won. You know, Mike took the job two years ago, and you know, he came on in late 2014, and he only has one original member of his defensive staff. Hmm. So it's, it's, it's been evolving. And so what it becomes, it's hard to say exactly. Does is Tanner Lee? I mean, I, when I think of Mike Riley's successful teams at Oregon State, I and he had one really good year, as I recall. And Sean Mannion, who's I still believe is on a uh, an NFL roster in in a backup role. But Mannion was a guy that when you'd you know you'd stumble across an Oregon State game, you could tell that this is a pro style quarterback. This guy likes to throw the ball, and you could see what. Riley's offense there, I think, is what I think he wants it to be with Tanner Lee at Nebraska. Is that is that a fair comparison, Sean Mannion, Tanner Lee? And if the offense is clicking, it'll look like a Sean Mannion team. Yeah, I think it. I think it would look like that. I think that also, you know, he had a he had Derek Anderson um, at at. I mean, if you think about his top quarterbacks, Mike Riley's top quarterbacks at Mannion Oregon and Anderson. Yeah, Derek Anderson, and I, I would add Matt Moore to that. So I think the offense mm. will look like it did with Derek Anderson, Matt Moore, Sean Mannion. In fact, I'd, I'd probably rank Anderson and Matt Moore ahead of Mannion. That's his quarterbacks. But, yeah, and, and by the way, Kenny, you're right. All three of those guys are still on NFL right. rosters. So, yeah, I, I think if you have those teams in your mind's eye, I think it will look like that. Now, I will say this, you know, that's – that's good news and bad news for Nebraska. If you just take those three quarterbacks, Derek Anderson, Matt Moore, and Sean Mannion, Mike's record, Oregon State's record with those guys was 37 and 40 in the Pac-12. Mm. Even and that tells you now. Yep. It's not. I've written this. It's not all about that position. It, it, I mean, there's there's more defined examples. I mean, I I would give you Jared Goff as an example. Who was I think I think he was seven and twenty in the Pac-12. Um, I can look that up. Actually, he, you know he just didn't. Now they had a they had a really bad defense, um, but yeah, he was seven and twenty. That's exactly right. Jared Goff 
the first overall pick right. in the class of two sixteen. His his record in the Pac twelve was seven and twenty. So it's kind of a cautionary. It can be deceiving. I agree with you. Yeah, it can be. Now Cal had an awful defense, and Nebraska's defense. I mean, I don't think Nebraska's defense would ever be that bad. Yeah, he had a one and eleven year, I think, as a starter his very first year. Except last year, thing. Very first year. Um, at the paper, Lincoln Journal Star, or on your radio show in the morning in Lincoln six to eight over there. Uh, did you did you put out your prediction for this team? What do, what do you have them record wise in two thousand seventeen? I have them eight and four um, overall, and that's that's a pretty standard pick over here. I that's a lot of people feel like it's you know you hear, what you hear a lot of is that you know they could win seven or maybe up to ten. It feels like the the floor, you know, if you're having a, a ceiling floor discussion, the ceiling's ten, and the floor's probably six. It it feels like that, but it's really hard to predict. I will, you know, Kenny, both of you, both me and you have been doing this a long time, and there's been it's I, I haven't gone into a season very often where I felt a little. I just it's hard to get a grasp on this particular team in this particular season because of all the unknowns, the new new system on defense, the new quarterback, um, some other personnel questions. There's just there is a lot of unknowns. Except I would say this: it's a pretty talented team. They 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 don't have the sort of talent. I mean, they don't. Let's put it this way: they don't lack talent to the degree that you could see a disaster. I just don't foresee a disaster. But there's a there's so many unknowns that it's hard to pre- predict Nebraska winning eleven games. Mm, great stuff as always, Sip. We'll catch you this time next week and every Thursday throughout the college football season. Thank you, Stephen M. Yeah, I'd like to do that. Take care. Guys. All right, buddy. You can count on doing that. <laughs> You're in, uh, Stephen M. Sip, Lincoln Journal Star. Uh, ceiling is ten from some fans. Floor is six. You find me on the floor, Trent. Yeah, it's, it's Cornhusker thinking. It's not 1995 anymore. How about this? How about this slate here? Let's just uh, let's get them past Rutgers in Illinois. They could be five and zero. Oh. Will you go there? No. Arkansas State they're at Oregon. Ill- Oregon. They're not beating Oregon. They're not beat beating them last Oregon. year, but the game was in it was Lincoln. A, it was in Lincoln. Yep. A lot of help. Remember, they were go- Oregon was going for two all the time. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yes, that they were yes, 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 yes. Yes, yeah, they're they're not okay. Winning that game. So four and one. I'll buy After that. Uh, but, but then get tied on, Husker fans. Mm-hmm. Home to Wisconsin. Home to Ohio State. Bye. Best case scenario, one and one there. They're not oh, winning I don't both think, of those games. I don't and, think they're winning either. Best case scenario is one and one. Bye week at Purdue. Purdue's got a quarterback. Yeah. Purdue's got a quarterback. Uh, home to Northwestern. Tough. Yes. At Minnesota. Tough. They always play them tough. Mm-hmm. At Penn State. Absolutely. Tough. And then Black Friday. Where they've lost three out of the last four, right? Outside of a fourth quarter meltdown, should be four in a row for Iowa. Mm-hmm. I still you find I, eight wins there. No, I don't. No. Personally, I don't. No. I, I'm at six. But that's the thinking. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's the Nebraska fan base still to this day. They're quite a bit higher. That's fan bases in general. I get it. Mm-hmm. But it is different to our neighbors to the west. Beat Oregon in week two. That five and zero start. That eight and fours looks like it's got a chance. You don't beat Oregon, no chance. Last no year chance. they were seven and zero. They got off to a great start, and the wheels fell off. Yeah, yeah, they were one of those fake seven and zero. They were ranked in the top ten. Here they go. They're this year's Iowa. 
not so much. 62-3 happens, and the rest is history. This year's Iowa is, uh, resides in Madison, Wisconsin, for you my mind. But they've managers. had a ton of injuries. I don't feel as good about them this week as I did three before training camp. Uh-huh. They've lost some guys. They have. Some key positions. We'll take a timeout. Uh, we'll uh, still to come on the program. Vinny R. the Sporting News. He'll stop by at about one forty. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG. We're back after this timeout. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. Do you have building projects to be done around the house? My husband and I are going through quite the home renovation. We realize we're always borrowing a trailer from a friend for hauling furniture, picking up building supplies, and trips to the dump, if it was available. We found the Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell. Josh showed us all the options the Casey Trailer Sales had in stock. Cargo, utility, and equipment are just a few. Josh helped us decide which trailer worked best for our needs. The Casey Trailer Sales in Grinnell had exactly what we were looking for and affordable pricing. Visit the Casey Trailer Sales and Truck Accessories or call 641-990-2674. I'm glad we went with Casey, and you will be too. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors. 
including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Show Big Talker 1700 KBGG here until two each and every day uh, here from noon until two. Then uh, the Big Talker switches to a national platform, national sports talk from two to four before more local for your drive home. Jimmy B and TC, do you have your guest list yet? What are you guys talking about today? Well, we were trying to get Mitch Sherman on. He couldn't join us today, mm. so he's going to join Jimmy B and myself nice. later this afternoon. So ESPN, we'll talk- Big Twelve, right? Yeah, Big Twelve reporter, and they're sending him to Iowa City on Saturday. Though he'll be covering Hawkeyes really? Cowboys. So, well, be- because of Josh Allen, what, what's the premise behind that? Gotta Josh be- Allen, he's located in Omaha, as you know, right? So yeah. close proximity to. Mm-hmm. And remember, a lot of the people that were cut back when ESPN had the layoffs, a lot of them were the Big Ten bloggers. There was Josh Moyer, uh, the one from up in Wisconsin. I can't think of his name offhand. I don't know who you mean. But but a couple of those Big Ten bloggers, Brian Bennett, mm-hmm. um, I believe, was among the cuts. Those guys moved on. So Mitch, probably going to have to be doing both Big 12, Big Ten, and or wherever else they send them this yeah, year. Yeah, they spent a lot of time in the in those uh, two conference footprints. All right, Trent, before we get to Vinny Iyer, covers the NFL for the Sporting News. And does a terrific job, uh, by the way. And you can read him at sportingnews.com and uh, just click Vinny Iyer. He's probably got three or four pieces of content up today, as he does each and every day. The preseason ends tonight, thankfully. And then next a week from tonight, the uh, first game of the year is, and you can hear it here, the Chiefs at New England. Last year, the Brownies flirted with uh, a perfecto, uh, if you want to call it that, going 0-16. Now, eventually they would win. Week 16, they got off the schneid against the Chargers. Chargers responded by to that by leaving town in San Diego. Um, but the Browns... I think are a little bit better. My question to you is, a week before the regular season starts, is there a team that's going to flirt 
with the Perfecto not winning a football game as the Detroit Lions did. They accomplished the feat back in 2008. What are the three lowest win totals? Well, I guess put it this way. Yeah. What teams have the three lowest win totals uh, in Vegas? Do you know offhand? Right now, there are two that are at four and a half which is the lowest posted total. Cleveland and the Jets? Both at four and a half and a little bit of juice on each side of it. But, yeah, those are the two. Browns, they're going with Kaiser from Mm -hmm. the get-go. Improving, stockpiling picks for the future. Yep. And I like like you a little bit. I do, too. I think they're not going to go down that road again. I can't buy that. Would you you take the over the under, though, in four and a half? Oh, boy. It's a good number, isn't it? It is a good number. Right. Four, you're, you're just talking to yourself, 4-12, and 5-11. Sight unseat in the schedule. I go over. Okay. Now, the Jets, conversely, at 4.5, I would take the elastic band off the bankroll. Really? I do not think they have a prayer. I mean, this is the team. Look, I don't think that they're going to go through the entire season without winning a football game. Mm-hmm. They don't have a quarterback. They just don't. Matt Forte was a nice player with the Bears. It's uh, been a long time since he's been there. Yeah. I, it, it almost looks as though they're almost uh, tanking prior to the season even starts in hopes that Sam Darnold will uh, decide to come out after this, this season at USC. Because if he does, he's the number one overall pick. It's not Josh Allen. It's it's Darnold from USC. But this Jets team is terrible, in my opinion. I mean, my God. And and I hadn't even really dug as deep as you had, you know, looking at the Jets. I'm going through the offense. So whoever the the quarterback, Josh McCown, to start. I guess. It'll be. Or Hackenberg. Petty will get get a shot. Hackenberg will get a shot. They'll probably go through them all to see leading into that. That that offensive line trend is going to get those quarterbacks killed. That's what I'm looking at. I only know one of the names. Uh, There's only one name that I even know out of that group, and and it's uh, Carpenter, who is with Seattle. Well, Brian Brian Winter's been around for a while. Winter, there's another name. Okay. But wide receiver-wise, Who's Robbie Anderson? <laughs> Who's Jalen Marshall? Those are their two starting wide receivers. I've never heard of them. Right. I have never heard of them. Their tight end, Safarian Jenkins, didn't he get in trouble? He did, right? I mean, he was, he was a great player at Washington, but didn't Tampa Bay, did he, he, I don't know, did he run afoul with the league? He hmm. did something to fall out of favor in Tampa Bay because he was a very high pick. And when he left Washington, I don't remember how many years ago it was. It wasn't too long ago. Him in the league that long. But Safarian Jenkins was, and I think that I spent more time on Washington one year. Did they, was it, I don't remember. They had a non-conference game that interests me. And I remember, I remember doing my homework on him. Mm-hmm. Um, what did he do? Do you know? I don't see anything offhand here. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at his numbers going through here. Nothing arrest well, well, point being, he might be the bell cow of that offense, and he wasn't good enough to stick in Tampa Bay. And they, they wasted a, a high draft pick on him not too many years ago, so he flamed out there. I thought he, I thought he ran a foul. Got a DUI. Okay. And uh looks like had something to say also to the cop as I'm scrolling through. He's been arrested twice. For there now. you go. For DUI, yeah, second time. Uh, let's see, stumbling and telling the officers he has to take a huge crap. He didn't use the <laughs> word crap though, as he was being arrested. You love those stories, don't you? Yeah, you they, get they a stick kick with out of me. They, they stick with me. How about the, the the was it a Florida player who crapped in somebody's closet uh, on <laughs> campus? 
And yet, with all that, you never saw the picture of the fake Jim McElwain. I did not. Laying naked no, with the I don't. I got to bring that up for you right now. No, it's, I'm good. No, you're, you're going to like this. You're going to like <laughs> this I? a lot. So back to my original uh, my original statement. I if if I had to pick a team that's going to flirt with an zero and sixteen, I think it's the Jets. Um, I think Miami's going to be better with Cutler. New England's going to be well. New England again. Buffalo is not great, but they're not well, they're not great by a long shot. You know what? Maybe they'll be Buffalo. Maybe they'll split with Buffalo. But I I do think that as we sit here today on the final day of the month of August, if you're looking for a team that you can go ahead and pencil in is going to have the first overall pick next year. The Jets are going to have the worst record in football. It's, it's worse than I anticipated. I've yeah. heard the conversation of how bad the Jets are going to be until. I took a look at that T dude though. Yeah, mm. it's it's ugly. There's a picture right there of the fake McElwain laying Wrestling naked with a shark. shark. Yeah. That's good enough for me. Yeah, it's that's enough. Bad. That's enough. All right, Vinny I are coming up to Sporting News. We'll grab Vinny. We'll get his thoughts on the NFL. Again, the uh preseason mercifully comes to an end here tonight. You know what's been different about hard knocks this year? And I and I'm uh, I, I love the show. I um I caught up with week three. I watched it last night. As the baseball on Tuesday night kind of captured me a little bit with the Cubs uh, in their playoff fight and with the Twins in their playoff fight. And they were both close games last night. Uh, they were blowouts or terrible games last night. But the hard knocks has changed. And what's really changed it is the fact that the NFL has cut, has changed the way they cut their players. I mean, there are very few cuts up until the very, very end of this thing. And one of the things that made hard knocks, at least to me over the years, was watching, you know, a, a, a low-level um, trainer or administrator be having to go tap the guy on the shoulder and the locker coach wants to see you bring your playbook. And then you, you go through all of that drama with the guy that is, is having his dreams crushed uh, and doing so on our television set. Well, we haven't seen that with Hard Knocks because the cut-down day has changed. It's about to get uh, real crazy as 1,200 guys will be out on the street this weekend. Vinny Iyer covers the NFL for the Sporting News, and he joins us, uh, as he will, a bunch throughout the uh, season. Vinny, along with Trent Condon, Ken Miller, thanks for coming on. Vinny, how are you? Good. How's it going, guys? I'm doing fine, Vinny. I've just, uh, while you were on hold there, was talking about my affinity for hard knocks and how the show has really changed this year as opposed to previous years. One of the things that uh, would stick out for various reasons in the show was watching the Turk come and, you know, bring a player who's not going to make the team in and have to sit down with the coach last year, Jeff Fisher. Uh, but with the, with the NFL now saving all their cuts essentially till the very end of the year, you don't get that drama in hard knocks. No, not at all. And maybe it's a show that the NFL needs to revisit as it's reached its peak, as it's gone to enough teams here that want to participate and, uh, have you reached a saturation with that? So they have to look into that if the dramas really work. But I think, uh, I think from a technical standpoint, it's a very solid show with the way it's filmed and the access and all that. All that is great. But in terms of compelling TV, there's just a cap to it at some point. I mean, you had the Roberto Aguayo situation this year. You mm-hmm. had, uh, maybe uh, Jeremy McNichols Ford shadowing with his cut maybe coming this weekend. It's coming, so, isn't it? Other than that, though, it's been the normal storyline that you would expect from these teams and nothing too crazy. Uh, Vinny, Trent and I were just talking around before, tossing around before you went on. Is there is there a 2017 version of the Cleveland Browns that will you know, get all the way to Week 16 before they finally find the win column? They beat the Chargers in Week 16. It seems like it's... Boy, the Jets are an overwhelming favorite to be the worst team in football this year. Doesn't it feel like that to you, Vinny? Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, you look at 
the roster right now. The talent is really void of a lot of talent, especially when you look at the offense. Blau Powell is probably the best offensive player left. He's a decent player, above average running back overall, but I mean, they're probably going to end up cutting Matt Forte here pretty soon. They're breaking in Robbie Anderson as the number one receiver. And uh, looking at their defense, not too much there either. So team that's going to struggle out of the gate on both sides of the ball for the most part. Everyone knows this is kind of a throwaway year for the Jets, and I think they're going to play it that way for most of the year. So we anticipate, Vinny, that it's going to be Jets bad, Browns not very good. Who else are you down on? Who else are you looking at towards the bottom? Uh, the Bears, depending on what happens with Trubisky, could be thrown into the mix. Maybe it's the Jaguars. Who's another team maybe that you're looking down upon along with the easy ones, the Jets and the Browns? Yeah, I think the Bears is a bigger question mark than uh, what you look at maybe with the lower-level teams. I think the Jaguars might be a little bit better than we expect because they're a pretty good defensive team, and they're going to be able to run the ball with the letter Fournette. So, that's a team maybe on the upswing, but the Bears, you question how far is Mike Glennon going to set them back before they uh, go to Mitchell Trubisky and make that change. So I think that's one team that you definitely look for in, in that vein. I think the Colts could get pretty ugly here yeah, if Andrew Luck does, doesn't play. Because you look at the team that Andrew Luck props up a lot of things they do offensively, defensively, I don't think they're very good at all. What's the story with Andrew Luck? Um, I mean, obviously, there's there's something there. He hasn't seen the field. And what's, what's the worst case? I mean, are they talking worst case scenario at this point for Andrew Luck that uh, that the career's in peril right now? What do you know about him? Yeah, it's just funny because Jim Irsay, it seems like every time he speaks, everyone's looking for some clarity, and it just seems to be more uncertainty about uh, when Andrew Luck's going to play week one. He could be out there week one. He could be not out there through week 17. I think it ranges from that. Maybe the Colts don't even really know how his shoulder and all that is going to respond. And I think if it's the latter, then you really have to wonder if this is it here because this is not a thing that's going to go away. It's a fundamental thing he needs to get corrected. Other quarterbacks have gotten it corrected and had this kind of issue before. So I think this is a big, big year for Andrew Luck. Coming off a very good season, by the way, where – a lot of uh, things really improved for him with the efficiency. Vinny Iyer joining us from the Sporting News, taking a look at the NFL. Take me up to Minnesota with the Vikings, a team that has certainly expectations this year, won the division two years ago, a step back after a great start last year. Have they done enough along the defensive line? And how about Anthony Barr? He also regressed last season, especially as the year went on. Uh, a big cog in the middle of that defense at the linebacker spot. Where are your expectations with him? Yeah, this is a very hard team to read because there are a lot of things you like that are improvements. Dalvin Cook, I think, is going to really help. He's going to make that offensive line look a lot better than it is with his uh, running ability and uh, uh, catching passes there as well out of the backfield. So you look at this offense, I think it actually may be an offense that can move the ball a little bit more consistently. I think they like the way the receiving cores played out with uh, Devon Diggs and Adam Thielen. Defensively, we just don't know if it's all going to – they have a lot of depth and all that, but coming together to dominate, I don't think we'll see that. Uh, we saw that early last season, but uh, since then it's uh, really uh, kind of fallen apart. It's just not played out the way they expected defensively. So this team is so dependent on defense. If it's a little bit off, they're, they're just limited with their firepower offensively where it's going to back them in a corner. So this is a team that I have anywhere between 
maybe nine and seven to like uh, four and twelve. I think the Vikings are pretty hard to predict this season. Hmm. Uh, Vinny Iyer is our guest. Vinny, this time every year uh, when the NFL has to uh, is forced to get down to the uh, the to the final roster fifty three prior to the practice squad being named, there's always a big name or two, a former Pro Bowl or some cases All Pro guys that are. You know that uh, the salary cap just doesn't make sense for them anymore. I know T.J. Ward's in that predicament. It seems like that in Denver. He can still play, but they've got to find money to pay their guys, as every team does uh, elsewhere. And if they can find a vulnerable veteran who may be you know, sooner rather than, uh, than later, which has been the Patriots' very successful mantra over the years, are there a couple of big-name big names out there that may see their name on the cut list this weekend? Well, I think uh, you have to start with Matt Forte because you were surprised that he was probably still on the Jets roster with everything else they cleaned out of there. So I, I just look at the blah pile and I mentioned uh, the quality of running back that they actually have some strength there. So you've a guy that I think could easily move on and that could be it. Like a lot of older running backs and we just move on from them. Uh, I think you have to look there in Chicago, I think Lamar Houston and, uh, Victor Cruz, two names that people have been familiar with with mm-hmm. previous stops. And this spot, I think they're just running out of time there. The numbers game doesn't, doesn't suit them as well. And then I, I think another couple guys that people may recognize, D'Angelo Hall, I think he might have saved himself there with a salary cut a couple months ago. But still, he's just not a guy that can contribute much at this point. And I think when you look at uh, – Key decision is Adam Jones. I, I don't understand how the Bengals stick with him with everything that's going on. But then again, we know with the defense of him and Avantes uh, Perfect what the Bengals are thinking with those guys. Indeed. Vinny Iyer, Sporting News. Read him at sportingnews.com. He covers the NFL, and there's plenty of content up there each and every day from Vinny Iyer. Vinny, thank you. We'll catch up with you next week. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Vinny Iyer, Sporting News, is uh, we talk the NFL with him. I keep here, I keep waiting for somebody to buy my Derek Johnson theory. But I can't, yeah, I can't get anybody to bite. Nobody's biting. Nobody's biting. Uh, he's got to eat another year. Don't, yeah, don't keep him starting around. To, I'm starting to think so, too. Battled back from injury. But there's a reason they went out and brought in Reggie Ragland. He very well could be the heir apparent. And Ragland can play. He's athletic. Where you can play he was in, in college. <laughs> you play him in the middle and have Johnson just be a two-down player for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. that's the line of thinking they're going there. That could be. So a position change and uh, take fewer plays mm-hmm. probably makes some sense. We'll take a time out. We'll come back. We'll finish up the program. We're here until 2. Tiki and Tierney are next. Then more local sports on your drive home from 4 until 6. Jimmy B and TC. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talkers 1700 KBGG. The Kansas City Chiefs play here. 1700 KBGG. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. 
Love the culinary business but tired of long and flexible hours working until midnight? Looking to expand your culinary techniques with authentic scratch kitchen experience? The Radish Dining and Catering is looking for full or part-time cooks. Call or stop today. The Radish is a true hidden gem and it's closer than you think. Just a few blocks west of the Grimes exit off Highway 141, you'll find this quaint, inviting, deep green and red home turned restaurant. You'll find one of the only made-from-scratch kitchens in Des Moines. The Radish serves daily lunch and dinner specials, along with premium steaks, seafood, and pasta off the menu. TheRadishDining.com. The Radish in Grimes is this week's sweet deal. Get $50 worth of Radish gift certificates for only $25. Yep, that's a sweet deal. $50 worth of the Radish gift certificates for only $25. There's a limited number, and they're sure to go fast. So get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Take your kitchen update off the back burner with Labor Day savings at the Home Depot. Up to 30% off appliance special buys like the Whirlpool Electric Range in stainless steel for just 428 bucks, over 220 off. Its larger capacity can handle multiple dishes at once, so don't slave over a hot stove. Let the stove do the work. Up to 30% off appliances now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. See store for details valid through September 13th. Now at Kohl's Labor Day weekend sale, boys' active tees are only $8. Take 20 to 40% off sneakers for the family. Hamilton Beach Kitchen Electrics and the Big One Twin Sheet Sets are just $19.99. Plus, take an extra $10 off when you spend $25 or more. And get $10 Kohl's cash for every $50 you spend. Earn it on everything, spend it on anything. This Labor Day weekend, only at Kohl's. Select styles, $10 offer valid August 31st through September 4th with promo code TAKE10. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. couple of minutes here of the uh, Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon and I are here talking local sports with you Monday through Friday, uh, noon until 2. Every Monday through Friday, noon until 2, I guess with the exception of this coming Monday, Labor Day, when we will take the day off. Trent, it's opening night of college football. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not the best slate of games. There's a plethora of three touchdown favorites in the games that we 
I, I think we'll pay most attention to Buffalo, Minnesota. I want to see Minnesota. Do they have a quarterback? Some of the uh, uh, other positions as well. Uh, Oklahoma State, Tulsa moves my needle a little bit. Ohio State, Indiana, Memorial Stadium, the biggest home opener in the history, probably. But uh, look, the Buckeyes will crush them. Yeah. It's not the best night. What floats your boat? What will be on at the Condon household? The Twins are playing this afternoon, so they did you a favor. Yes, they did. Uh, yeah, that will be what I'll be keeping an eye on this afternoon. I'm going to start with Minnesota, and if it's decently competitive, interesting, I'll probably stick around a little bit longer. I'm with you in that one. I'm going to guess later on. I won't flip to Hoosiers, Buckeyes. I'm going to find myself Golden Hurricanes, Cowboys, Tulsa, Oklahoma yeah, State. No, it's going to be too. points. Yeah, it'll be points. Oklahoma State still is not real good defensively, but they're going to score. They and Tulsa will. can score. Washington is as good a receiver as there is in football. Yeah, I'm with you. That's uh, that's a six thirty kickover on uh, Fox Sports One. So, look, I hope Penn, or, oh, Penn State, Ohio State, uh, and Indiana's at least close for a while. Yeah. I just don't see it. I really don't. I think this was blowout city. And you know the game that I most wanted to watch tomorrow night, mm-hmm. Colorado, Colorado State. Colorado yeah. State's already played this year. Um, yeah, I guess just when I lived there, my my buddies were were all CU grads for the most part. So, um, kind of like that that game a little bit. It's on the Pac-12 network, oh, and no. Directv still doesn't have uh, uh, clearance. For, uh, they haven't come to an agreement yet, so we won't see that. I just wish they would, because I like Pac-12 football, yes. and unfortunately, a lot of the good games, you know, nine thirty kicks our time on Saturday nights. You just don't get them. And basketball wise, as you same know, way, I'm right. a bigger college basketball mm-hmm. fan. That's my favorite sport. And boy, I mean, especially last year with Arizona UCLA. and UCLA. Arizona is going to be stacked again this year. And Might be as good a team as there is in college basketball coming up. It. And you can't see it. it. How it's taken this long? There was a story awful announcing had one sometime this summer. Yeah. That well, is Larry Scott out at the Pac-12? I think he's still I, there. Is he still there? Maybe he's on his way out. Who knows? But this long that they, this thing's been going, you still yeah. don't have carriage with Pac-12. Drop your rates. They're right. DirecTV is not going to bite. Ask the Dodgers. They're not going to move. <laughs> and that's not making Dodger fans very. No. By the way, Dodgers finally, it's, it's a story when the Dodgers lose a game last night. Arizona plays them tough. Yeah. If Arizona comes out of that wild card, because whoever wins the wild cards getting the Dodgers, that much is set in absolute concrete. Um, Arizona plays them tough. I mean, I don't want the best one. team in baseball to, you know, go down in flames, but I wouldn't mind seeing a little bit of competition, right? Sure. And Arizona, they play them tough. And it's how funny a week can change. We go from Dodgers unbeatable, even in baseball, as ridiculous as that sounds, to now showing a little bit of cracks. Yeah. And just like that. Good news for the Twins as well. Uh, for the Twins fans out there like myself, the hamate injury to Buxton is just a contusion. No fracture. In Will there, he play so. this weekend, do you think? He's day-to-day. So mm. I, I would expect him maybe another day off tomorrow and, and then get him ready for Saturday. And where do your Twins go? Don't they hit the road or they stay home? They have this weekend. You caught me. Football season got me. I hear you. Yeah. Same way. Well, we'll find out by tomorrow. I know they're playing now and they're getting beat. Are they not? They're down 3-1? Down 3-1 to the White Sox. They've already wrapped up the season series and the series for this one, but uh, down 3-1. Bortolo's been inconsistent, decent. Uh, we will uh, talk with you tomorrow. We'll recap at least some of the games, preview a whole bunch of them. Bama Bob will be here. We'll do our last look with Tom Kakert from Hawkeye Report, Dylan Montz on the Cyclones with the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Trent and I are going to do our picks, our season-long picks. Uh, they'll be about uh, 145 or thereabouts. That's going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talker.
1700 KBGG. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow at noon. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's the Labor Day sale at Ace. Now through Monday only, buy two gallons of our top paint brands, Valspar, Clark, and Kensington, and Royal, and get the third gallon free. And with the Ace Extra Mile promise, if it ever takes more than one trip to complete your paint project, we'll bring you what you need and deliveries free. Don't miss the buy two, get one free paint sale only at Ace. Limit two free gallons of equal or lesser value. Prices may vary. Delivery subject to availability. Visit acehardware.com for more details. Allergy sufferers are hearing a lot of numbers these days about symptoms and relief. But the number sufferers want most is zero, as in zero nasal allergy symptoms. And nothing gets you closer to zero than Nasacort. Because unlike antihistamines that stop only one cause of your allergy symptoms, Nasacort stops more. And stopping more gets you closer to zero. For 24-hour relief of your worst nasal allergy symptoms, including congestion, choose Nasacort. It stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Right now at the Home Depot, get 15% off select special order windows and doors, including installed windows, entry interior and storm doors, patio doors, even garage doors. If you've been thinking about an update for your windows or doors, but you've been looking for just the right time, this is the opening you've been waiting for. Come fill it with select windows and doors. 15% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through September 13th. Installed windows available in select markets only. See store for details. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and